is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? It's a sleigh. It's a reindeer with their hooves. And who's in the sleigh? Why, it's Secret Santa and, huh, Mysterious Maccabees? Why, it must be the Good to See You Holiday Party. Uh, I'm Harrison. (laughs) I'm Meg. And today is the annual holiday party. We can now say annual because this is the second time it's happened. So that makes it a tradition. And we're happy to be here. Thrilled. And we're so happy that we have so many guests from this past year joining us. They came back to tell you some of their holiday thoughts and musings. And we had a lot of fun per usual getting to see people and hear from people. And I hope today, as we uh, as we take this little holiday party together, it's party party journey. That uh, I know a lot of people. Just real quick, on a quick little serious note before we get into it, I know yeah. a lot of people this year may be trapped inside uh, during the uh, Christmas season because of all the crazy COVID. And I just want to say to all y'all up top, happy holidays and enjoy our wonderful holiday party. Woke up this morning, didn't know what to do. So I looked around, then I saw you. Yeah, it's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you. We're gonna talk about some stuff and some other stuff too. Yeah, it's good to see you. Hey, by joining this meeting, you are in fact consenting to be recorded. So (laughs) there you go. Hi, Taylor. Hi. Happy holidays, my friend. Happy holidays. Thanks for coming back on the show. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Where are you right now? Tell the people at home where you are. I am in Stewart, Florida, uh, which is kind of in West Palm Beach. It's a little bit south. Yeah. Got palm trees in the backyard with a pool and lizards all running around. Hey, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. I feel like Stewart is a better uh, name for a town than it is for a person. Just going to just going to throw that out there. I think it works better. I agree. <laughs> the town of Stewart. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like a regal name to it. it. It ages people immediately if you have the name Stewart. Imagine. Sorry to all of, yeah. all of our Stewarts out there. <laughs> do for short. Yeah. A, st- a, in the, a Stewart in the first name definitely makes you old right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. If you got a Stewart last name, it, it ages you down about 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, Stuart's my father. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. actually, I'm Stu. Stuart, uh, that's my father. Yeah. Um, so, so, Taylor, today, we've, we've mm-hmm. obviously gathered you because it's a beautiful holiday season. And, and I know that you love Christmas. If there's something I know, I have known about you for the entirety of the time I know you, is that you love the Christmas season. So I simply must know today, what are some of the, like, traditions – from your family that you grew up with that you've kind of carried with you into being an adult or that you are like excited for like when you build your own for like what kind of tradition have you incorporated that like you grew up with you know i am a big movie fan um so i would say that those claymation and all those classic christmas movies that you're charlie brown you're rudolph i'm not so much a heat miser guy I'll tell you that. Okay, but, so we uh, don't like the heat miser around here. <laughs> but I think 
um, like our family was always good about watching those every year. And I'm still in that mode every, every single December, as soon as it hits December, same as Halloween happens, I have to start, I have to start putting on my themed movies every year. Um, so that's What's like, been your favorite this go round? Uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Cause I had, I'd never seen it. I'd never seen it. It was really cool. I mean, it's Heck not yeah. like an, it's not like a mind blowing movie, but it was a fun ride is basically what I'll say. Like it wasn't right. the best movie I've ever seen, but it was really fun. Yeah. What of the like more kids, like kid centric ones are you like most excited to share? Like with like maybe younger nieces and nephews, stuff like that. Like, are there any like ones that you remember that you as a kid, like loved so much that you can't wait to pass on? Home Alone, he's making the Home Alone. <laughs> I am a Home Alone stan. <laughs> well, I was telling you, man, that on Thursday when I'm back, we should watch both of them because I watched half of the second one the other day and I forgot how much it rocks. Mm-hmm. And I've been spewing my ideas. I joked with my mom when I was in the airport, I was going to hop the plane to New York and she was going to come down to Florida and I was going to be like, my family's in Florida. And I'm in New York. <laughs> and you're just walking around like shaking hands with Donald Trump or whatever. Yeah. If only I got a big envelope full of cash to do it with. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's the other thing that I think people do forget about the McAllisters and that family is that that is uh, an extremely wealthy family. That is like at least a $3 million house in today's <laughs> market. Like, you, have, you have credit cards and everything and you're still walking around with that big of a bag of cash, man? With an I know. Full of cash? Well, it is great how he does have, yeah, he has cash. He's got the dad's cards and he's like finessing them the whole time so that he can keep using them. Yes. (laughs) And my first movie has one of my favorite movie line quotes ever. Which is? When I grow up and get married, I'm living alone. You hear me? (laughs) I'm living alone. (laughs) A classic. And how are you, how are you spending the holiday this year, Taylor? Um, We're doing, um, Let's say maybe not your most traditional Christmas, but at the same time, what is happening is, is all the fulfilling. We might not be doing Christmas traditions right now, but we are taking care of family business. Um, Yeah. I don't know how much we'll go on to here, but I had some grand, my grandparents passed away. My grandfather about a year ago and some change and my grandmother about a month ago. So I'm sorry to hear that Taylor. We are down here. Um, you know, consolidating the house and, and figuring out estate things. And in a way, it's almost a better Christmas season than doing kind of the traditional stuff right now. It's weird not being holiday around right Christmas there. trees and being surrounded by palm trees. But at the same time, it's kind of like this is the feeling about what Christmas is really all about. It's just kind of being there for your family. And, well, yeah. also, Taylor, like there yeah. is, I know you've been talking a lot about wanting to write more stuff but you got your christmas movie right there man yeah that's a that is like a like a, an unfortunate reunion around the holidays inside of like a house mm-hmm. is like a very that is a great holiday mm-hmm. movie plot too. yeah it is now i'm like now that i'm i got that that's cooking dude right there 
like odd <laughs> siblings, sibling fights, spouses of siblings. I know. And you got to hit them with like showing like ultra traditional Christmas before, you know, with like the gifts and like everything's laid out. And then it's like, uh-huh. there's just nothing. And then suddenly like the last scene is Christmas and you catch the Christmas vibes like all yeah. in one. Mm. Yeah. Like the opening scene is like them, <laughs> them as children and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, having a good time with their parents and then the parents die and then they all split up and went their different ways. Yep. And then it's all held on break loose until the end of the movie when they're like, you know yeah and like you know you can open with one of those classic shots of a mom in a car looking a little stressed out maybe maybe had a bag she's shopping with bags and then oh the phone rings and who could it be (laughs) oh well it's none other than my brother who i haven't talked to in years it's my brother (laughs) (laughs) okay that was great that was really really great to hear from taylor yeah hey you know who else i'd love to hear from right now who our buddy Zach Steele. So as far as holiday traditions go, uh, I grew up in a household where I was raised Jewish. Uh, my dad is a self-proclaimed recovering Catholic, uh, and none of us are particularly religious. So even when we celebrate Hanukkah, it's not really a religious ceremony. And we would always do something on Christmas. So it was more about um, the family time more than anything else um, and sort of out of respect for my grandparents and and uh, just spending time together as a family more than anything, um, so there weren't any any uh, specific traditions as it related to the holiday really, other than lighting the candles, which is always really lovely. Um, we were able to do that this year too, which was which was very nice. Um, but I'd say the biggest tradition that we've held on to, um, or that I've held on to, uh, as an adult. Um, in addition to just spending time with family is having the kids, uh, open presents. Uh, I think there's something really special about that. Uh, for the longest time, uh, I was the youngest one in our family. Uh, we didn't have any additions to our family at all until, you know, about a decade ago. Uh, my first niece was born. Um, so, you know, I'm a 30 year old man now, so you can imagine not having kids around to open presents, uh, is a noticeable vacancy for a long time. And then all of a sudden you got these little kids who are just so excited about, you know, the joy and magic of opening gifts and the excitement and the love and the, and, and how their eyes light up. And now I have two nieces. One is nine. The other is two. Um, and we got to all get together and, and watch them tear apart the wrapping paper and, you know, two little girls, two sisters, reconciling their their different presents and helping when they shouldn't be and uh you know the mind phase and all that fun stuff but it's just really great energy to watch the kids um open up all their gifts and 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 just see how much pure joy it brings them it's a really special thing it brings our family together so that would be the number one thing i i still look forward to and and uh and cherish every year during the holidays I have to agree with Zach that I feel like there is a different magic in the air around birthdays, around Christmas, any sort of thing where a gift is exchanged. I don't know. Do you feel like you're able to receive gifts well? No, because it's same as like, no, no, I'm not. Uh, Sometimes yes, but only if it is not like in exchange or like in mass you know what i mean like yeah 
it's awkward to like be, I, I don't know. It's awkward at Christmas to be just like sitting there, like opening <laughs> thing after thing or whatever, or, but yeah, I don't have a, but, it, but it's not like the act of being celebrated or thought of that. I like that makes me uncomfortable. This was the hardest year I've ever had. When people ask me what I would like for Christmas, every year it gets harder. And this year, I think, was like probably the hardest. And what did you end up asking for? What did I end up asking for? I don't have an electric guitar right now. So I asked for like like an electric guitar. Nice. I just need something. Yeah, I just need something. I was like, I need something practical. You know, like you always think like, that's what I'm, I'm starting to get to the age where it's like, what do I need right now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I asked for a vacuum. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I could get this for myself, but if you wanted to get it for me, then that would be kind of tight. That would be kind of tight. Uh, speaking of speaking of gifts, let's, let's check in with Allie McRae. We asked her if you had an unlimited budget, who would it be spent on? What would you get them? And on the inverse, if you had no budget, same person, what do you do? And here's Allie McRae. If I could give anybody anything in the world for Christmas without money being an issue, I would give my mom a shore house. See, she is somebody who has dedicated her whole life. She's worked hard. She sacrificed everything for her family, for her husband, and has asked for nothing in return. And I would want to give her a place that she could go to at any time that she wanted to relax and to enjoy herself because she deserves the world. And I wish that I could give that to her. If I didn't have any money and zero dollars was my budget, what I would do for her is I would do acts of labor to help her out. Something I do for her right now, but I would increase it. I would do as much as I can to make her life easier and to help her relax. Um, Like I said, she just is somebody who deserves the world and she deserves all the love and support she can possibly get. So if I didn't have any money, I would find a way to make sure that she could feel relaxed and supported and loved all the time. Do you remember me? I sat upon your knee. I wrote to you with childhood fantasies. Well, I'm all grown up now and still need help somehow. I'm not a child, but my heart still can dream. So here's my lifelong wish, my grown-up Christmas list. Not for myself, but for a world in need. No more lives torn apart and wars would never start and time would heal all hearts and everyone would have a friend 
and right would always win and love would never end this is my grown-up christmas list what is this illusion called the innocence of youth maybe Wasn't that amazing? That was Carson Collins, past guest of the show, singing Grown Up Christmas List. Who was that originally by? Uh, you know, I can honestly, look real quick. I'm not sure. You know, Grown Up Christmas List. That, and just as we were Kelly talking Clarkson. about Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. No, wait. Classic. No, it's not. That's no, just a version not, of it. Michael Bublé also sings it. Pentatonics Linda Thompson Jenner. It. It's an Amy Grant, David Foster. It's a David Foster song. Speaking uh, of Carson Collins, we asked him a simple question. If, if we're talking underrated, overrated Christmas movies, what are your takes? And here's what he's got to say. Okay, so I think that the most overrated Christmas movie is those creepy, like, claymation Rudolphs. The one with the Rudolph, and then there's like the Heat Miser, and and the those claymation movies. You know those, those really creep me out, and I really don't think anyone should have to suffer through them anymore. Uh, but I do feel like if it's on, I won't tell anyone to turn it off because it's like our yearly Christmas pain that we have to watch. I think the that's the most overrated Christmas movie because it it's it's pretty much forced upon us. And the most underrated Christmas movie is going to be the Jim Carrey Crinch. Jim Carrey Crinch. Is Jim Carrey's Crinch? Grinch? Oh my God. Is Jim Carrey's Grinch? Because it's just the best Christmas movie of all time. You have the candy cane bitches who are there in the beginning. You have Max the dog. You have the mayor with his crazy hair. Martha Mayhew, who's just a sex icon. Like, you just have all of the, all of the, ingredients for a perfect Christmas movie. It's like weirdly sexual, this like hairy green man. And I just, 
I'm just obsessed with it. It's just all the vibes that everyone wants, and it's just hilarious. It's the best Christmas movie, and you won't change my mind. And also, have you seen the, like, Grinchmas at Orlando Studios? Like, that is just my dream job, like, to play the Grinch and get paid for it, like, live. I mean, that is just the best job ever. I'm so jealous of it, and, I, and, and it, it will happen. It will happen. I, I'm training. I'm preparing for it. I'll be sending my video submission for next year's Grinchmas. It need, I have to do it. I have to do it. It's the best thing ever. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi. Let's turn on my video. How's it going? How are you? you. It's so good to see you. Good to see you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, I am good. How are you all? Are you staying safe, healthy? Yes. As much as possible, yes. Yes, yes. We're we're back. Things are... Feeling like we've been here before. Uh, yeah, uh, as a matter of fact, I would say so. Um, yes. Where are you in the um, world? Right now, I am in Maryland at my parents' house for the holidays. Um, technically, living in Utah, but I've been traveling for the past month. I'll be traveling until February hopefully. Uh, but yeah, yeah, things are, things are really good. Um, and it's nice to just take a pause for a bit, slow down a little and yeah, take some time out. So yeah, I have, to, I have rocks. to ask real quick, because since we, when we last talked to you, you were about to move to Hawaii. So can yes. you give us a rundown of where you have been since we last talked to you? I know <laughs> yes. that you've been bopping all over the place. I've been a lot of places. So yeah, I was in Hawaii for six months, and things were things were very interesting there. It's it's a hard lifestyle living on a rock in the middle of the ocean. Um, it's mm. really great for a lot of reasons, and pretty challenging for a lot of other reasons. But um, yeah, things were amazing out there, and I had I bought a car. I was like, I am permanently moving to Hawaii, and then I got this job in Utah. Uh, so now I work for uh, a glamping company. It's called cool. under, yeah, yeah. It's called under canvas. And I just had an amazing experience working with them last season. And so next year I'm going to be in Utah again, and then I'll move to Yellowstone and then I'll move to the Smoky Mountains. So I'm going to be in a lot of places next year, but it, it's a really awesome company to work for because you can travel and live in sweet places and yeah so it's good so cool um and I saw you were doing lots of hiking obviously like in Hawaii and out west what is your favorite what was your favorite like summit with for the view (gasps) oh my gosh um yeah I did I did a lot of hiking um I would say I did uh well, so this year I went to 22 national parks, which I just realized like how many oh my I do, and I'm like, that's a lot. But yeah. um, my my favorite hike was probably outside of a national park. It was called Mount Snuffles in Colorado, and it was truly one of the scariest hikes I've ever done. Um, it it's the 14er, so 14,000 feet elevation, and literally we hiked about like I was with my partner, and he 
was doing it in Chaco's, like smoking cigarettes. I thought I was like going to have a heart shit. attack and, and die on this mountain. <laughs> and I look over and he's like, just doing fine. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a really cool hike. It was just the most insane views because you are scaling rocks to get to the top of this mountain and then right. the world just opens up to you mm. and it was yeah it was really cool probably my favorite one but a lot of good hiking for sure <laughs> yeah yeah I like the name of that one too Mount Snuffles that's fun Mount that's Snuffles. so fun <laughs> yeah it, it has a lot of like rock scree so you're really like climbing up the rocks was wild but going down the rock was even scarier yeah yeah oh my god yeah we gotta do the things that scare us for sure yes yes (laughs) absolutely we do have a special holiday themed question for today okay Um, let's hear it all right so this is the fmk it's a fucking kill for santa claus buddy the elf okay and the grinch Okay, um, I'm going to have to go with Fuck the Grinch. I know that that sounds really weird. No, he's um, hot. The Grinch is hot. He, he is hot. And, like, he has a lot of passion, obviously. He knows how to treat himself. He has dinner with himself every night. That's a really attractive quality. Um, yeah, so Fuck the Grinch. Um, I would say Mary Buddy the Elf. That just sounds really sweet and fun. And what a, what a lovely character soul beautiful and then i'm sorry santa but by default like you're out like i'm, I'm not trying to fuck santa claus here that's not it for me so. yeah and santa's already married so you'd have to deal with like complicated messy divorce proceedings and stuff like that it's like sure it's sure no no homewrecker with with santa claus like that's really fucked like i'm i don't i'm not trying to be involved in that I think oh, murder yeah. is better than home wrecking, probably. <laughs> Absolutely. If you have to have that choice, then yeah. All right, Santa, you're out. <laughs> oh my God. That's perfect. That's it. Yeah. A, yeah. Good answers. Good answers and good uh good justifications. Um yeah. we I do at the end way of- too quick to say the Grinch, but like- <laughs> no, I actually think the Grinch is probably the most logical answer. Like, cause he's kind of like, he's kind of like a bad boy. He like, yeah. he like, he's got his own vibe going on. He doesn't really care about what everyone else is yeah. doing. He's got his own place. He doesn't live in those tiny little weird who houses. And we don't need to be committed. We don't have to be committed. And I probably don't want to be committed to the Grinch, but that would be, a, we would have a fun time. Oh yeah. Sure. And you know he eats glass, so he's not picky about what he eats. <laughs> 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 so that's that for me. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That's hilarious. That um, rocks so hard. <laughs> no, that was yeah, so absolutely. good to see you guys. Good yeah. to see you too. You too. You Have too. a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year if we don't see you before then. Yeah, happy new year, Merry Christmas. Talk to you soon. Bye. Wow, the Grinch. You know, <laughs> I I really think that's a good justification. And and I really think that the glass, that the glass thing, that's a good mm-hmm. point. That's a really good point. You're not gonna have a picky lover when you're no. messing with the Grinch. He's this down man's for anything. Not afraid to get his hands dirty. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And also I have to say, I just really respect all of the references to the Grinch. You know, some people like 
some people disrespect or don't like that movie and Mm -hmm. you know they can't pull all of these little details out in their uh in their reasoning and i really appreciate i've a lot of respect for that well i think we should we should definitely check in and see if somebody else i think david should we check in with david and see what uh what david has to say about this absolutely okay so i put a lot of thought into this and my conclusion is that i would probably fuck the grinch okay and hear me out i think that it will be kind of freaky i feel like the grinch knows some shit i don't know if he's bagging bitches like uh, Martha May, Cuvier, then that obviously he there's something happening. Um, I'm gonna marry Mr. Claus, um, and that's simply because I think that I like I can live out my like sugar baby fantasies if I marry him. Think about it. The elves can probably make anything I want. You know, I imagine if they're making like PS5s and shit like that, they can they can bust down uh, you know, a cute little bag. They can they can really get me get me popping. And I don't know. I feel like yeah, I feel like I could just really live, like, my material girl fantasy in, um, and marry, and marry Santa. Okay, so that only leaves, uh, Buddy the Elf, who I'm going to kill. It's not giving, it's not giving fuck vibes, unfortunately. It's not giving, like, he, he doesn't seem like somebody I would want to, like, hang out with on the long term, yeah. And it just doesn't give, it doesn't give fuck vibes, period. Wow. We are hot for Grinch this year, big time. Absolutely. And there was a version of this list that had a reindeer, like Rudolph or something on there. And then it was wrong. It it was the obvious kill choice, but I'm glad that I'm glad that the Grinch was the constant and everybody else, Buddy, Santa, you know, take them or absolutely leave them in the cold. <laughs> everybody, everybody loves a bad boy. Like that's what we're learning. It's true. It's true. And the Grinch, you know, what's the coolest about the Grinch is that the Grinch is on his own vibe. The Grinch does his own thing. He doesn't really care what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. He does, He's a good dancer. In the Jim Carrey version, he's a great dancer. He's got yeah. good moves. Yeah, I mean, as Carson said, we have to put some respect on this title. Like, this mm-hmm. is an underrated. People do not respect the Grinch as, scary, as well though. they should. And the baby children. Grinch scene is is incredibly sad. <laughs> it's very when sad. He cuts people, his, when he cuts his face. People think oh. he's so cute. And he is. He's so I do cute. Too. You really do pity him. Yeah. Hey, um, you really do pity him. You know, that, that you have that kind of classic response to art, which is empathy. Uh, yeah. And I really feel like the Buddy the Elf, while it is my favorite Christmas movie, Elf, I absolutely love it. I, 
I could not spend my life with Buddy the Elf. I'm with David. He's too codependent. He's too like he's annoying, frankly. <laughs> he's, he's fine endearing, to watch. But he is annoying. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. We've had our fun. We've had our fun. We got horny for Grinch enough. We need to get serious. This is the holidays. It's a time for introspection, a time for reflection, a time for coming together with loved ones and thinking about the things that have come past and that are coming for you. So today, <laughs> in this very special, wholesome segment of the show, we're going to talk to two wonderful guests, Kevin Slattery and Aaron Blyden. What's going on, y'all? Hey, nice Hello. setup. Nice rig. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. This is, uh, this is how the world sees me now. I am, uh, this, is, this is what I do. I'm, I'm work remote, so this is you it. You have man. to have your, your Zoom corner as as many people have adopted yeah that's exactly right that's exactly <laughs> right the light uh, blue is nice the light blue in the background it looks nice with you you look good man you look thanks good. buddy thanks man you too oh thanks man. i love the aesthetic of i love the plants in the background meg's got the tree going on this is great yeah i got this i got kind of uh i got kind of a being at your girlfriend's parents house kind of vibe going on with the it's <laughs> pretty nice pretty nice <laughs> yeah i i didn't i didn't think that was you no 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 this unfortunately this this impeccable design back here i did not i did not think of this off my own noggin no i've known you for so long and if you ever did have levitating plants i would be, be politely like, concerned for an intervention you'd be like you've would... actually officially done too much you, you must would... stop. <laughs> or if they were that they're like really well kept and I, Harrison, I love you so much. I love you so much. I'm not a well, if, I'm not, I'm not very well kept. I don't that's like. not like that. Not in that way. Like you're not grody, but you're definitely not that on that level. And I'm not either. Like if you look around my area, it's not great, but the on-camera stuff I've kept yeah. tight. Hey, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Hey, maybe one of my new year's uh, resolutions will be to uh, get some levitating plants and maintain them plants. just to fucking spite you. <laughs> I would, if you did your 2022 resolution just to spite me, I would be honored. We need more spite resolutions, more spite, more, <laughs> more spite. spite, more spite. <laughs> well, Absolutely. okay. Speaking, speaking of new year's resolutions, um, we have, we have a new year's related holiday party question for you, which is what are you most proud of this year? Like for yourself, uh, or whether that was like something that was on your resolution list or not. And what are you most looking forward to next year? Oof, that's really good. Um, so most, most proud of, uh, you know, some year, this has been a, a big year for me. Uh, personally, I had a whole career change, a whole, which given what I was doing is really a whole life change. Um, yeah. So I, I guess the thing I would say I'm most proud of is the way that I prioritize myself now. Um, I, I, the way I assess situations or like have conversations with people or have conversations with myself, like I'm a lot more interested in um, my own peace than I, I was before um, and, and a lot more interested in my own growth and, and development and putting myself in the best situation that I possibly can. Um, in a way I, I just never was before. 
um, or at least not as an adult. And um, I know that that's like kind of selfish, but that's kind of, that's the point. That's also um, why I wanted to ask you this question too, because yeah. I knew, I, I, I'm, I'm happy that you brought that up because I, I, I think like that's something that I'm really proud of you for, man, as your friend, yes. as well as I watched, as I watched you, you know, kind of like have to look at a new field and, and assess what happens next. And I think you've, I'm just like, I'm, I'm impressed, man. And I'm, I'm proud of you, dude. Thanks. Thank you. Um, yeah, you, you know, this was not 2021 was not an easy year for me. Um, uh, I, I had to kind of come face to face with a lot of the things I did not like about myself. And I'm, I'm still, I think, you know, um, I uh, left my job uh, slash uh, was separated and uh, it was a, it was mutual. Like that was one of those things where I was, I, th I think even when I, like I go back and I listen to the episode and I think about the episode that we did and, and when we recorded yeah. it, um, even at that point, I was like kind of over it. Um, mm. And, uh, and I was looking for other things. And I think for them, they wanted to re restructure things differently and it is what it is, but um, that was hard. It was a hard, uh, it was hard on me, um, you know, cause I did take a lot of pride in it. And, and for me, it was this emptiness of like, okay, I have this awesome job, like awesome job. Why am I waking up miserable every day? Yeah. Mm. Um, and so kind of the first few months of that were, um, oh God, I don't have a job. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Um, which was, uh, uh, not fun, but no. necessary. Um, and I think since kind of getting that big check mark, it's been, um, this like deep self-reflection of like not un I didn't understand how little I prioritized myself and how little I put myself first and so um the last few months has really been focusing on that so to answer the second part of it what I'm most excited about 2022 is um I I'm excited about the growth and um seeing where I'm at you know this time next year um mm -hmm whether that's in my career, whether that's in my personal life, whether that's with my health, my finances, you know, all these other things, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm spending more time with the people I really care about, uh, which is cool. Um, like I, I was the, like this morning, I was driving back from Philadelphia because I visited family uh, this weekend, the cousins and, and stuff and aunts and uncles and stuff like that. Some of whom I haven't seen in a long, long time. And so, um, it was really, it's, I, I've had so much more time and, you know, so much more time. And at first that was, I, I saw the curse of it. And now I'm, I'm finally starting to see the gifts of it. So the gift of more time, that's what I'm excited for in 2022. Nice. Well, Kevin, I mean, that's a great answer. And, and nice. also you spoke to something that's really, really potent too, like, which is just like, there is such a lesson to be learned in and growth to be had in like the pain of taking an L yeah, you man. Know, and just being like, I am taking this L, but it's not, it's not the L. Like I am not L for life. Right. You know, like learning, learning how to come back after an L is, uh, is a fucking huge skill, man. And it's I think my, like, it's just sending it's you wild. in. I mean, it is, it, you, I, you almost yeah. said it's my favorite and I know it's nobody's <laughs> favorite, but like, but it's, but it's my but favorite type of story. L, right. Every time I take an L, I come out the other side harder better faster stronger you know like yeah 
and dude this was a big one like when you have people dming you about about like everything because the way it worked out was they posted the job before i had said i was publicly that i was leaving mm-hmm. i didn't uh-huh. know they were gonna i knew they were gonna post it on the website i didn't think they were gonna like advertise it um so i had other creatives like hitting me up messaging me like oh where are you off to next where are you off to next and i was like uh might be chipotle bro like that's <laughs> like <laughs> Like I'm thinking about filing for unemployment. That's what's next. Um, and but I still like I like I have this helmet here. Like I got some other Navy stuff up. Like it's all well, love. Like I have hardened. no. Yeah, that's the biggest yeah. thing, right? Take an L and don't get a hard yeah. heart from taking mm. an L. Yeah, and I don't know? have any resentment. Like the most important is like you see when you take an L. Oh, who's really here? Like who's yeah. got my back and who's trying to use use what I lost for a come up and. Mm. Um, or who's trying to, or who just like wants dirt or who just wants to gossip or who just wants to this, to that, right. You know, like people who are, are, you find out very quickly, like, okay, here's who's adding to my life. Here's who's going to try and pick me back up, help me, you know, as I try to get picked back up. And then here's the people that um, either don't care that I'm down or uh, actively want to keep me there. Right. And that's a hard thing, man. That is a hard thing. Yeah, dog. Sure. But hey, it's all holiday love. It's all holiday love. I know. Yeah. Way, way to talk about the holiday, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. Boom, baby. That's perfect. We did it. Kevin, That's, yeah. Thank Killed you it. so much, man. Thank yeah, you, guys, thank you, man. Thank I'm, you. I'm, it was good I, to see you. I, 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 it was good to see you. All right. That was wonderful to hear from Kevin. That was wonderful. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And you know what? Love hearing what people are proud for. Let's check in with our friend Aaron Blyden. Hey, all you people out there. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, Meg and Harrison. You asked me what I was most proud of, and I know it's a tricky word. Some even call it a mortal sin, but I think what I'm most proud of for myself is that I've been trying to keep my head down but my chin up, focusing on things that I want, and at the same time keeping my heart and my mind open to a lot of beautiful things that are around me. And anyone else who's trying to do that, finding clarity after dealing with all that mess in your head and coming out on the other side with something beautiful, even if it's just for yourself. That was so nice. It wasn't it nice. Yeah. Uh, I I really enjoyed talking to Aaron a few months ago and I thought that I just thought his message was short, sweet to the point, like actually very profound. Yeah, it was good. It was really, really good. And I, I mean, also really, really great to hear from Kevin. Like he just, he makes me so happy and I'm happy that he was like excited to answer that question because, you know, I, I always love to hear a story of somebody uh, picking themselves up because like that is something to be proud of, you know, absolutely when taking L's as we talked about, it's extremely, extremely hard. Um, and just for both of them, something that I, uh, neither of them mentioned, but like, I'm pretty proud of both of them for one is Aaron's record, which is uh, by the French Champagne. And it's called The Quaalude Swing, and that's streaming everywhere. And Kevin has a podcast called Reruns and Rentals that is available everywhere that I know he's been working really hard to like get back in the swing of doing all the time. And it's, it's great. So both the things are awesome. Check those out. You nice. won't regret it. And now for someone who has absolutely nothing to plug, my sister, Kristen Bunn. <laughs> Today, we are asking holiday questions for the holiday party. And we want to know from you, uh, give us like 
five yeah. senses holiday edition, but we want like favorite, favorite smell, favorite sight, oh. favorite taste. Each favorite okay. thing to touch. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Thank you. All right. So scent has to be fresh Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Like Bam. when you have yeah. a Christmas tree in your house. Yeah. Um, did you hear that mom and dad are thinking this is the last year of a real tree? No. We, the prices are through the roof. Yeah, but it doesn't <laughs> I'm not kidding. My mom compare. said the same thing. Kate's mom said the same thing. My, they us. said they literally said that. Who what cares? Christmas? I mean, it, what is it? Like 80 bucks? They can spend that. <laughs> no, it's like it used to be like 80 bucks. It's like 120, 150 now. That's what my mom was telling me that they've spent the same amount on a tree for like 20 years and last year it went up 20% and this year it went up another 20, which is like insane. I mean, yeah, but like, you know, throw down for the real tree. Come on. What the hell's going on? (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. Anyway, sorry to derail, but okay. okay, All right. Favorite scent. Fresh pine. Fresh pine. Taste. Fresh pine also. I'm not a huge peppermint person, which I feel like is a staple holiday. You like cinnamon? I feel like cinnamon's a good um, holiday flavor. I do like cinnamon. Oh, you know what I really like is like nutty things, like the eggnog. Starbucks chestnut praline. No, not eggnog. Oh, don't even <laughs> get me fucking praline. started on that thing. That's the best tasting coffee menu item fucking anywhere. Of all time. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> It smacks crazy. This year, and I was the, literally like, Googling when is it back. They put on it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's so good. Yep. So, I had my first one ever this asked. year. Did you like Just it? Chestnut praline? Loved it. Yeah, I've been getting one a week yeah. at least. It's good. Yeah. It's crazy. But the real tea, though, honestly, is to like, I don't know if either of you are like regular like iced coffee drinker. I'm like, I drink all iced coffee. I don't drink any of that. Me too. Hot coffee. The real tea is to get like a... And Meg, you'll, this, is how you, this is how you save some money and get that chestnut praline. Get iced Americanos, mm-hmm. which are just like water, mm-hmm. shots, and ice. Yeah. And then get the flavor pumps in the Americano. And it's like a whole dollar and a half cheaper. And then you just pour your own milk in at the station. Okay. Yep. Easy peasy. Or just get an iced espresso with the flavor shots and bring your own milk. And right. Own I usually water. do that and for a chai. Milk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is good. This is good to know. So the chestnut praline favorite taste. Taste. Um, what do we have left? Sight. Favorite holiday site. Um on demand Yule log. <laughs> <laughs> but only on demand. None of that. No YouTube. No. <laughs> only the Comcast provided. Oh, that Yule is log. funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So favorite, we've got favorite taste. We've got favorite, uh, smell. We need sound. We need touch and we need sight. My sight was the Yule log, but really it's, it's driving around looking at Christmas lights. None of that Pink Floyd shit. None of those laser light show. No, none of the just like projecting little things onto my house. What about the inflatables? Mm, Tacky mostly. I saw okay, a good in inflatable the garden the other day. Put in the hard work and string the lights, folks. <laughs> True. <laughs> Die for it. 
<laughs> there's like none in my neighborhood it's pretty sad but i guess it is oh it's a pretty old. sad christmas year i feel like honestly like i thought yeah. last year it was kind of disappointing but i think people had more time at their house to decorate their house mm-hmm. i'm driving around now what the hell are the lights yeah i don't know yeah when nobody's feeling it i don't know i get it <laughs> um okay touch sound touch that's a hard one right this is a hard one. Maybe um, the cold snow between thine <laughs> fingers. <laughs> Definitely not that. Um, maybe like fuzzy socks. Yeah, I was going to say maybe fuzzy socks, but uh, pajamas. Yeah. Uh, being touched by the ghost of Christmas past. And that's number one. And that's and that's number one. It's also my favorite smell. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just anything like comfy, I guess. Okay. I like okay. staying in my staying in my pajamas all day, maybe. Okay, that's good. That's nice. What about sound? And What's like sound. nice to hear? And sound is white christmas by the drifters that's my favorite hey. christmas song sing a little Only bit of it for us no that's the one where they get kind of weird it's like uh yeah 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 i'm dreaming of oh yeah yeah christmas. oh yeah uh-huh yeah oh yeah my old days my old days my old days nice Oh my gosh, that is so funny. That's gonna be a big old Bahu foray for me for sure this year on the old holiday special. The chestnut praline latte. I'm happy that now five years after it's been launched, people are finally trying it. It's something that I have been. It's something that I have been compulsively obsessed with uh, since its inception. That's true. I know. I've been. I've been trying to evangelize people to that drink so they don't fucking get rid of it every year. I'm scared. I'm like so scared they're gonna like. They're going to roll out the holiday drinks. I Because what am I going to do? Like, that seriously is like a, to me, it's like such a sense memory thing now. That's mm. like, if I don't have that during the holidays. <laughs> I've got nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm through. <laughs> I'm through. Well, the let's... theaters, the theaters are, clo- the theaters are closing. <laughs> They're going to take a chestnut praline away. I'm through. Well, let's see what Amanda could not make it through the holiday season without. Hello, Meg, Bun, and Harrison. It's good to see you. Um, I'm answering the Five Senses Holiday Edition of my favorite things. So my favorite thing to look at um, is definitely Christmas lights. Absolutely love them. I will hunt them down wherever I am every year just to see some. Um, my favorite smell is oddly walking when you walk into a grocery store and you smell like the cinnamon pine cones that they have um, right there at the front entrance and you get that whiff and it just feels like you're in a Hallmark card or movie and it just smells very Christmassy and pine coney and um, evergreenish and cinnamon. I love that so much. 
Um, my favorite taste for holidays is um, when I get to, my mom makes blueberry muffins every Christmas morning and that is the only time I like to eat blueberry muffins. The only time I will eat them. They taste amazing, probably because I only eat them once a year. Um, and my favorite feeling for the holiday uh, season I don't know if I have a favorite feel. I mean, things that come to mind that I like to feel during like winter holiday time would probably just be like getting snuggled up in some fuzzy socks and a blanket, like feeling fuzziness. I associate that with holiday and Christmas a lot. And hearing, I suppose, some Christmas music. I am a sucker for the classic Christmas songs <laughs> like that are played on the radio um yeah I'm just a sucker for those songs maybe because it's only once a year I really listen gotta say I agree I tried to feed this to Kristen I tried to feed her this line for like what's your favorite touch for Christmas and Amanda got it it's the fuzziness it's like the feeling of like something new and soft and I have to I think I said it last year I'm gonna say it again how do they continue to find ways to make things softer? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know. It's somebody is really out there doing that though. And I just don't know if it's like, because my things get gradually less soft over the year. And so then uh-huh. when I get it, I don't know if it's that, or if it's just like the science of uh, softness. At, right. Really, I have no idea. I, they're I'm really sure turning maybe- it out. They really are turning it out, but also like, it could be that they're making like new synthetic materials, you know, as, as like science evolves or whatever. This is true. And uh, speaking of new material, we've got a new song from a guest of the pod and uh, other project of, of Harrison. Of host. Of host. <laughs> of host Harrison. A other project of host. <laughs> Uh, baseball hat. This is called Why Santa? Santa's coming on his sleigh. Oh, there's plenty things I wish I didn't say. Though I miss the market Hanukkah, you know I give it all for you, Santa, baby. Oh, Santa, why don't you have a cure for cancer? I guess you're too busy romancing to know how you could change the world. String lights setting house ablaze While your family spins the wheel to see who gets the blame You know he's gonna be here soon So put your weapons in your room Santa Why don't you have all of the answers? Santa, all year you told me it'd get better Santa, why don't you find a cure for cancer? I guess you're too busy romancing to know 
change the world So take back all the gifts And the milk that you sipped Please come back next year And don't be late Cause when Boxing Day comes Don't you bring me a pair of gloves No, not to Thanks for waiting for us. You got it. Patient in the waiting room. I appreciate you. <laughs> Please. How you doing How today? How are you? She's freshly boosted. Yay. She's on That's the day good. off. So, you know. That's, That's good. Awesome. Are you feeling okay? Did your booster, like, did you have it today, yesterday? Are you feeling? I had it this morning. Okay. And I can't, I like feverishly read the symptoms Mm -hmm. and it kind of just feels like a Monday while doing this show. So I don't feel any Mm. different. I'm just like a haggard old witch. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Sure. And like leaning into that for all of the, you know, reasons that you can stay off. It's booster day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Own it. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for, thanks for making time for us on your, on your Haggard Witch Day. Always. <laughs> We're wondering, uh, our holiday question for you is if you could have like, what does your perfect holiday evening look like for us? We want you to really like paint the vibe. What, um, if you were hosting, you know, what, what would we, what could we expect? Uh, what a dream of a question. <laughs> So I think in this like fantasia of holiday realness, I don't live in my current apartment. I have like many rooms uh, okay. and like each room is an experience. So like, I think as you enter, it's that scene in Elf where he hasn't like traveled through the forest, but like Mr. Narwhal definitely comes out of my coat closet to welcome you. <laughs> Yes. And to hope you find your father through the evening. Like not your <laughs> father, but like maybe your zaddy. And yeah. then I think in like one corner, there's some like, you know, that friend who doesn't love to socialize, but like loves a task. And they're going through the cue cards from Love Actually. Ooh. Um, okay. Yeah. And like enter at your own risk because like Joni Mitchell's also playing. So like you will weep. <laughs> and then I think there's like a DIY hot chocolate bar that is an homage to Debbie Allen's Dance Dreams hot chocolate nutcracker. And all it is is the clip of her saying, honey, it's the hot chocolate nutcracker. As you're like filling your cup with assorted accoutrement. Amazing. I love a hot chocolate bar. What a great idea. Right? Like Mm -hmm. 
DIY? Do you want peppermint? Do you want Mm -hmm. it like very chocolatey? Is it like marshmallow forward? Do you want some Baileys? Hello. (laughs) Do you want to spike her? Do you want an alternative milk situation? Like it is all there for you. I love it. Alan anecdote. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. And those are the three like like activities that come to mind most readily. And it's, I, I love it. It's deep cut references. It's also like very, what is the word I'm looking for? Like party pleaser references. Everybody's going to know it, you know. Kind and of contemporary timeless a little bit. We're kind of got a very contemporary much, timeless vibe. Very much. Yeah. 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 And it's appealing to all of the senses. I mean, I feel like I'm just going to be, I I've got, I'm being stimulated in many ways. Um, yeah. Like what's the, what's the dress code? What do we need to wear? Creative cocktail. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And like in creative cocktail, I'm making space for Tim Allen in the Santa Claus when he doesn't realize he's becoming Santa Claus. So like, if you need to wear those pre-pandemic jeans and like a white shirt, do you girl? Mm. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Mm Um, oh, wow. That's, I, I can't wait for when you have a multiple, a multiple room home, uh, to throw this, (laughs) to throw the Fantasia of Christmas parties. I love it. There's also like, there's like a, a, like a wrapping papered wall and then a cardboard cutout of heat miser with the head missing. And then you can stick your head in it. Yes. Second heat miser <laughs> reference of the day today on the pod. I mean, a Christmas drag queen for us all. <laughs> heat miser. Oh my gosh. I love it. I absolutely love it. Wow. Amazing. Amazing to hear from Rick. Always great to hear from Rick. We love Rick. I'm going to absolutely love Rick and I'm going to that party. I, I must go happens. to that party. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a Rick. Why don't we hear from, to be honest, a Nick. Saint Nick. Here we Saint- go. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Nick Blameyer, and this is my perfect holiday evening. Um, so this one actually happened. It was about five years ago, and it was at my wife's parents' house uh, in Philadelphia. And they're just adorable people, and I love being there. We were there with our now late dog, Leo, who was named after Leo McGarry, the chief of staff from the West Wing. And Leo was an amazing dog, but he was a tough dog. He was a rescue, and he would bite kids, he would bite adults. If food was around, it was an impossible task to get him to calm down. And so it was always an extra kind of layer of anxiety to go hang out with the family. But my wife's mother gave him a present on Christmas wrapped in a box which was a piece of food and he spent two full minutes methodically and like smartly opening the box and it is one of my favorite memories of all time um just happened to be on Christmas but uh despite fitting uh, so Merry Christmas to you all and may you all open boxes full of food this holiday season Wow. I love that the animals can celebrate holidays too. Last year, Louie was like a little bit too small to really understand what was going on. Uh, but he did like, um, like little balls of wrapping paper, but this year I'm really interested to see if he's going to like go for it and open some stuff up and be a little mischievous and try to open things when he shouldn't. 
my other dog Cody used to do that all the time. Yeah, Beans uh, doesn't open gifts, but he does love when we get him stuff. And I know Kate today like went and uh, got him a bunch of stuff. So I'm very, very excited. I'm always excited. It's always funny to watch your pets like play with stuff that you get them. It's like, yeah, it's hilarious when they have yeah, their they own little gifts. personalities and the things that they like and you get to like see them do like, like, oh, you do, you do like this. Like you, mm-hmm. you like getting this thing. It's yeah. so, so cute. I, yeah. you know, I like, my sister one year. Okay, wait, I'm just going to put like a quick, uh, just for everybody listening at home. If you're listening around ears of KIDS, uh, go ahead and like skip forward like a minute and a half, two minutes, just because I have big spoilers for Christmas coming up. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna give you one more second. Three, two, one. Okay. So the first year that my that I knew about Santa and my sister didn't, we decided we were going to get my sister a dog. So I got to be in on the plot and like help go get the dog from Pennsylvania and like um, from this like breeder out there. And like mm-hmm. we kept it at our neighbor's house. So I got to go like be secret agent, help oh. to uh, help like feed it. And then uh, I remember that morning, my sister like woke up at like 3 a.m. because she heard the dog bark and brought it into my parents room like it's a puppy and they're like we know go back to sleep <laughs> they, you know they have to like feign they had to like feign shock they were like oh whoa <laughs> but that was like one of the coolest christmases ever oh yeah so cute so cute so cute and so folks we're out of spoiler territory out of spoiler territory and but speaking of all that speaking of what the story i just told we got lulu so let's go here from lulu about Christmas music. Okay, so my favorite Christmas song would have to be Last Christmas by Wham. Um, I've never personally had a Christmas romance, but the song really makes me wish that I had. Uh, and my least favorite Christmas song is definitely Do You Hear What I Hear? Um, because it's just a terrifying song. Definitely not Christmassy. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, and then the
past guest of the show, the incredible Sammy Ray singing a version of Last Christmas uh, that Lulu talked about. So I hope you enjoyed that. And go check out the Sammy episode if you hadn't, because that was surreal. Okay. Speaking of hits, speaking of misses, speaking of best and worst, speaking of taste, we've got two previous guests of the pod, Kylie and Derek, who are in the middle of an epic Christmas movie marathon. They are alternating who gets to pick what, and they are here to report on it. So let's waste no more time. We got to get to it. It's the Holiday Film Corner. <laughs> hello, hello. What's happening? Good to see you. <laughs> this is Kylie Smith. And Bear Trudy. <laughs> So this year, we're doing a Christmas movie marathon as a couple. Yeah. And we each picked like 10 to 12 mm-hmm. of our absolute favorite Christmas movies to show the other person. Well, we've discovered that some of our picks are no longer our oh, so favorite. Are not our favorites anymore. Because, ooey. Yikes. Yes. But yikes. Um, some of our favorites still stand. My ultimate mm-hmm. favorite Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful Life. And that's yeah. the one that we're ending with closest to Christmas. Nice six hour Odyssey. You know, it's a good one. Just a good, <laughs> good long movie. Um, for you. My fit. Ooh, gosh. I don't think I, I don't think I have a, no, actually Santa Claus 2 is just the best. It is. Yeah. In Odyssey. I was just saying that. Yeah. The Santa Claus 2 is just like, it's just perfect. The way that they frame Santa Claus and mm-hmm. all of the hijinks. It's just so yeah. cute. And yeah. that was a mutual pick. We both had that on our list. Uh-huh. We love that one. Yeah. I mean, Elf, too. Elf, I mean, too. Just, we love that one. Yeah, that, that, that's a good one. Um, 
I would just like to say uh, for the jury that I apologize for choosing Christmas with the Cranks because why did that movie exist? I, that <laughs> that's my real question. I don't understand. Literally, that, that was that, that was a flop of the list. Yeah, and I'm like Tim. But, but Tim, you, you have some good winners on there though. Like, well, yeah, I mean, my, like my favorite one that um I hadn't seen that you've shown me thus far mm-hmm. is um Fred Claus, which I hadn't. Seen. Oh yeah, that was good. Vince Vaughn, man. Vince Vaughn, that's yeah, he's good. But also the preacher's wife. Because yes, the preacher's wife. Good old. I've never seen that. Don't tell the new story. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. What Man. You? Um. Yeah, I would probably say preacher's wife too. Um. Yeah. 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 I mean, all of our movies are really good. They are. I mean, what of mine decides. did you like that you hadn't seen? Um. Believe it or not, while you were sleeping, As my, I'm my not. Favorite. I'm not a rom com Ghana guy. Like I don't really love the love stories. But man, Sandra had me. She had you. <laughs> she... That is in my top ten favorite movies, regardless. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so good. And yeah. then, um, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. Those are my. Impossible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watch me right high above my obstacles. No, that, yeah. The jingle Jangle was amazing. It's a bop. And you know, and I, I, I was really nervous about it to be honest with you because my mom loves it. And if my mom loves a movie, I'm gonna be like, this is whack. This is whack. <laughs> <laughs> this is not gonna be good. And I sat there and cried and laughed and all the things. I was like, go ahead, black people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um and I love that song. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. yeah. Um I'm glad we decided to do this. Yeah. It's actually like, you know, we, so one of the reasons why we wanted to do this was because we wanted to do something fun for the holidays, but also it's kind of like a get to know you kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, we well. want to continue to get to know each other better. As yeah, possible. yeah. I mean, we've known each other for years, but also, you know, but getting a chance to like know some of our favorite things, some of our, you know, just, I, I feel like it's a good way to, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I feel like I've learned a, a lot about you and your and your yeah. sense of humor from some of the movies you picked. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, and that I'm truly just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm truly <laughs> that laughs at his own jokes. It's oh. fine. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's well, good. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> well, Meg, it's another calendar year of the show in the books my friend indeed it is unbelievable the final episode of the year yeah final episode of the year how do you feel oh i feel so grateful for a year of big learning big changes um a lot of like grace extended uh you know onto myself and like uh by myself and from others and and I'm glad that everybody is happy and healthy and headed into another year. Me too. I could not agree more. You said it about as good as anybody could say it. So I, I think that we should, with that, say lots of love to all of you who stuck with us this year, who've joined us this year, um, and who are going to join us on, uh, on, as we continue this journey of good to see you. Yes, that's listeners and guests alike. We couldn't do it without you. And we're so grateful to, you know, be in this little sphere of the podcast world with you. 
So folks, from all of us, and I do mean all of us here, good to see you. A happy holidays. And as always, Meg, it's good to see you. Good to see you. Hi, it's Erica. Wishing you all the happiest holiday seasons. Happy 2022. How did we get there? I don't know. Hope you all stay safe. Be the ones that you love in a safe way. And have a kick-ass new year. My name is Kevin Slattery. Peace, love, and blessings into 2022. Hello, everyone that's listening. I hope this year was so much better than last. If it wasn't, um, I hope next year is. And also remember that time is just a social construct. So really, we're just, it's a good time to just reset and restart for the next year. Um, It was lovely chatting and getting to speak to everyone that had listened. I hope your holidays are spent with people you love and people who love you and you get at least one day to rest when you normally wouldn't to just feel good because you made it through another 365 days. I hope you get to eat some good food. I hope you get to sleep. I hope you get to um, just have a really nice day even if that's alone because spending time alone is also great um and if it's a hard time for any families out there i'm sending lots of love to everyone that is in pain during these time of year and so with that i wish everyone a happy year and happy holidays i'm taylor witt and I hope everyone has a happy holiday season and stay safe. Happy holidays from David Singleton. Stay warm, stay cozy, eat some cookies, drink some milk, oat milk, almond milk, whatever your vibe is, and have a lit New Year's. Drink if you do, don't if you don't. Oh, and get a booster shot, okay? Thanks. Um, Happy holidays, bye. Happy holidays from me, Kristen Bunn. Uh, I hope you all have a safe, happy, and blessed holiday. Um, Get to spend some time with all your loved ones, especially those who you may have not gotten to see last year. And um, eat some good food, sing some good songs, drink some good drinks do whatever you love to do on your holiday season uh and i hope it's a great one merry christmas and happy holidays from kylie and derek we're wishing you a peaceful holiday season yeah time with your family safety prosperity and This is good. (laughs) Hi, uh, it's Lulu. I just wanted to wish everyone a wonderful happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Boxing Day, whatever you may celebrate. Um, I know that 2021 has not been the best year for a lot of people, but I hope that everyone's looking forward to a much better and more hopeful 2022. 
Hello to all the listeners of the Good to See You podcast. This is Allie McRae here, and I just wanted to wish you a very happy holiday and a happy new year. I know things are tough considering our continued trying times, but let this just be a reminder to make the most of the small moments. I hope everybody has a chance to relax and have a little bit of time for self-care and indulging in things that they enjoy. It's really great to see you. Happy holidays, and hopefully your 2022 isn't 2020 and two, or whatever that meme is going around. <laughs> I'm Rick Westerham, inspired by like Laura Linney, introducing Masterpiece Classic. Like anytime <laughs> you watch Downton Abbey. Hey all, this is Zach Steele. Uh, just wanted to take a moment to wish you and yours a happy and healthy holiday season and new year. And just take a moment uh, to remind you, as I often have to remind myself, that it is going to be okay. We are going to make it through this mess. Uh, I know it can be frustrating, challenging physically, emotionally, mentally, um, but as I often remind myself, this is a once in a lifetime situation and just getting through it is a win and is, is ultimately the only goal. So don't feel the need to apologize or, or validate the things that you needed to do to get by. Um, this is something that, that many people will go their whole lives without experiencing and god willing we will only have to go through once and um coming out the other side is a victory in and of itself so give yourself the the uh, space and uh latitude to do what you need to do to get through this incredibly difficult and challenging time and uh, know that you have a community around you that that will catch you and is there for you and supports you and loves you and um I'm proud of you for making it this far, and uh, we're going to make through the rest of it together. So, happy holidays, happy new year, onwards and upwards. <laughs>